0: Cause <laughs> <laughs>
1: I just I can't take your outfit right now. It's just so fucking <laughs> It's cold. I'm in New York it's... right now.
0: <laughs> Let's just say yeah, that. I,
1: I'm mad cuz you look like the background characters from from Spider-Man PS4. <laughs> na,
0: na, 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 na. Oh, no, no, no,
1: no, no. no no. I feel like na, I should na. just hit triangle on you right now and just you're gonna like high five me or some yeah.
0: shit. <laughs> well, wait until you see Miles Morales. His interactions right. are so great.
1: Shh. I feel like if I if I replay it now like if I'm going to find your ass in a, in a sable cage or
0: some shit. Plus, we'll... <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the first thing you say when you get freed.
0: <laughs> no, Spider-Man, he just, he just goes up right. to random people. He's like, <laughs> <And> He swings <laughs> away. <laughs> or you <he> go, <goes>, <laughs> He flies.
1: <laughs> he's got a falafel in his hand for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I beat, I beat the game the other day. Well, I haven't played the DLC yet, but uh, I did finish the main story.
0: Oh, so how you did you like already saw my it?
1: screenshots on a... Uh, on IG, Daily Bugle, yeah, I Daily. A lot right? of fucking screenshots, dog. I know. They're <sighs> nice. And Jameson yeah. better pay my ass for the amount of screenshots. What's I your do.
0: What's your Instagram that you made called? What is it called? It's a uh, Daily Bugle IG.
1: So if you guys want to follow it, uh I got some cool, dope screenshots in there. I, t- I took like a bunch. Like sometimes I will like go back and like edit it on Lightroom and sh- shit. But uh yes, like I really like the graffiti art in that game because I like to play around with like the suits and uh like i love the stealth suit with the green spider on it cuz like there's so many like riffies with like just like greens and like reds and shit so i i took to, i took some double shots on it um i just posted one today it was like with the white suit uh the future foundation suit yeah. and there was like this black and white john but it looks really i love the suits in this game it's like i hope they add more like cuz i hope we, i really hope we get the black suit in uh the second one
0: yeah i think we're definitely going to get the black suit uh probably by like near the end i can't wait for the second one it's just such a shame i heard that sony's making more playstations now oh playstation 4 is actually than ps5s because really uh there's such a demand but they can't like supply it um as scalpers it's just as hard it's a shame because i really want you to play
1: because next gen right
0: yeah it's interesting it's gonna be hard like the sales are probably gonna plummet um a lot of stuff's coming out in 2022 just for ps5 um and and even 2023 it sucks yeah i don't know how they're gonna fix this though it's hard it's hard to go against the scalpers you know yeah
1: i wonder where steam deck's gonna go this year because
0: i forgot all about that
1: i don't (laughs) well i mean apparently they already uh they started december right
0: I, mean, I forgot all about that <laughs> seriously that, <laughs> that I don't, I don't know <laughs> I forgot yeah I, didn't that well, it was like super expensive I think it was like $600 for like if you get the ultimate ultimate version yeah, or whatever it was,
1: yeah it was like fucking like 800 bucks for like the what was it it was like 200 gigabytes or some shit oh, I'm just I interested forgot. to see it because I, I really want to know like as I know it's like uh it's still early as far as like reviews go but I just because I, I want to see like how well it does like because the handheld market has really been dead for a long time, I mean, I mean, I mean, the Switch obviously is the dominant in the game right now. Yeah, that's uh... but it doesn't offer much. I mean, I I think they just got an update with like Bluetooth and shit, but I don't know. We just haven't had like really good like handheld in a while.
0: Yeah, Sony dropped out. I th- I, I think I heard that they said in an interview that that's I, they literally I think credited Nintendo. They said like that's Nintendo's game or, or something like that. Uh, it's it sucks. I wanted to get like another uh PSP or something like that. Um, have like some I exclusives have PSP. yeah yeah because look they had uncharted right um and so imagine if you have some exclusives and then you can only play on psp like for example black gate origins for arkham the arkham series i mean even if you can download that for playstation now uh, it's still it's just like there's that market um i don't know how many people I, people love nintendo i'm not a big fan of nintendo games though but uh might be oh, yeah
1: nintendo's kind of just like a controlled Audience, I would say that's like at least with like PSP, you had like a wide range of games, not just. I mean, Nintendo obviously had wide range of games, but it was more dominant towards like you know, like Mario or Zelda or like you know other games. But I feel like I don't know if if PSP made like a new console, like handheld console, I would be down for it. Like especially all the new games now, like can you imagine like playing fucking like Miles Morales like on a handheld?
0: Well, like Stadia, that thing. Oh, is it called? Is it that's no, not called Stadia? It's called um, what's that? Oh, Steam, the Steam Deck. Yeah. Well, if it looks good on there, <laughs> Steam Deck, right? Or yeah, Stream Deck, something like Steam. that. that. <laughs> <Hezbollah>. <laughs> well, no. I mean, if it's called like whatever, uh, no. But like. The graphics really have to look good. That's that's like the whole thing about Spider-Man 2. It's just the photo mode, but like the texture detail and stuff. If it looks great and handheld, perfect. I, I think we yeah, we're we're due for some like really powerful handheld uh platforms. I know
1: graphics has come, come a long way though since like DS time.
0: Oh, yeah, of course, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, just look at Switch. I mean, yeah, yeah. Graphics look amazing, so. Yep. I don't know. But um I can't wait for Steam Deck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or stream day, whatever the fuck you say. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast with Dylan and Akram. Hope everyone's been enjoying winter break, staying home, catching up on your favorite movies and shows. Today, we are back with another review of your favorite Bounty Hunter uh, in Chapter 3 of The Book of Boba Fett, uh, titled uh, The Streets of Mas Espa. Uh, Akram, it was a very, very interesting episode. Um... Yeah, we, it kind of felt like filler. Um, but what did you what did you take away from this episode
0: for sure? Yeah, I, it was it was a fun episode. I mean, we got more of black chrysanthemum, which is awesome. Um, yes. We got to see his prowess on live action. That's great. And we also get to see how fast he sprints. And uh, <laughs> other than that, I mean, we got some uh, your favorite Sophie. What's her name? Sophie. Thatcher. Sophie Thatcher yeah we got we got to see finally like who is she um I guess we'll talk more about that a little later um and we got some more flashbacks as well some devastating flashbacks um all in all I think you know it was a pretty good episode I mean yeah it did feel like filler um but the last part of the episode I think we're going to talk about a lot because that's yeah we have some predictions for that and I think I think it's gonna ramp up later on so what did you think about it?
1: Yeah, so when we left off with Boba, um he was uh kind of having that flashback with the Tusken. and we got more insight to, uh, you know, how he got out of the Sarlacc pit and what he was doing all that time during a uh, Mandalorian. Um, but uh so I'm glad that they kind of wrapped that uh story arc now and we're kind of like back into the present and now he's dealing with the current situation with like him in the huts. Um, but I kind of felt like that uh, that the ending with the the sand people kind of felt like anticlimactic in a way, because it was like he did, he went through all that shit and then just suddenly they just fucking they all got you know Anakin in a way <laughs> like not just the men but the women and the children. I <laughs> ate
0: them. <laughs> well, it was fast. It was just it went by so fast. Yeah,
1: it was. It was yeah. It was kind of fast, but uh, it was it was very kind of like tragic in a way because he he built this relationship with them and uh it's just it was kind of sad to see them go like that because you know uh, like even when they showed like when he uh did the funeral pyre and then he had to like put all their uh gaffy sticks and he had like the little stick from the little kid that uh, uh that just that just touched me in a way because um i don't know he 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 bonded with them so much and then you know just to see them all like go extinct basically it was kind of like like watching like uh i don't know like a like a history movie and seeing like all the i don't know native Native americans wiped out or something overnight or some shit but uh moving on from less depressing uh story arcs uh so we finally get to uh him uh in Jabba's palace and he's trying to figure out where he's at right now with the crime lords so he's it's kind of felt like uh like watching like the sopranos in a way because he's trying to like uh pay up to these different families that are in control of mas espa because uh, apparently bib fortuna uh didn't have the manpower like jabba did uh so we had to rely on these families which were the trandoshans the aqualish and the Clutunians, who we saw in the trailer so i'm guessing these are like the big heads uh of like the crime and tatooine so i'm, I'm guessing next episode we're gonna see them and like see like where that uh that negotiation goes um, but yeah, we did see like Sophie Thatcher and, uh, what I call the, the inspector gadget kids, <laughs>
0: cyberpunkish
1: yeah, with their power ranger ass bikes. Uh, <laughs> we, need, we need
0: Keanu Reeves in there too. And then of...
1: like winter soldier or something, <laughs> but it's cool. It's, it's cool. Cause like, he's a, like I said, like in last episode, like he's, he finds a way to negotiate every situation he's in. So he always managed to, to find a way to like different problems. So, you know, he still paid up to that one guy. Um, but he, he, he got the, the kids to like work for him, which was cool. Cause like, he's kind of like building his crew up, like his own, uh, like little posse army, I guess. Um, so I feel like that's gonna really like, cause he, he invests in people, like I said. So I feel like by the end of the episode, he's going to have like a lot of allies in the end. Cause he even let, uh, Black Crescenton go. So I feel like he may like pay him back later. Like who knows? Um, but, uh, and then we got to see the huts uh back and they gave uh him a gif uh which was the rancor which was interesting so now we have another live action rancor and it was cool that they mentioned too like um uh the the witch the dathomir witches i thought that was just like a cool little mention because we saw that in uh in what was it uh force Unleashed one i think when it was uh when you were on dathomir and then uh those Sisters, they're writing The Rancor. So I thought that was like a cool little throwback. Um, and then we saw fucking Danny Trejo, which I thought was the coolest Magete. shit. You know, <laughs> you know, Robert Rodriguez had a hand in that. That was just so funny to see. Like, I think like every actor now is like getting like a spotlight cameo in Star Wars. But um, what else did you think?
0: Yeah, that was cool. My man Machete is there. Machete. Um, I just, like, I don't know. We were talking a lot about the character Boba Fett. And now, you know, I was thinking about it. And now he kind of reminds me of, like, it's weird to compare it to, but like, Mike Tyson. <laughs> he reminds me, like... In a way, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because it's, like, he was, like, so hard back then. And now it's, like, he's very, like, I don't know. It's just, like, a different part of his life. But um, I feel like at first I thought the point of seeing the Sand People wasn't just to, like, show, oh, this is how he... Um, you know how he got from point a to point b it's 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 more of like honestly like how he's transformed as a character but now i'm thinking like will he come to a realization that he can't like fight his way through or or control tatooine through respect maybe you have to strong arm some people and so i'm like because the sand people they died right they, they've been demolished and so there was no respect gain he went to some people like he went to like one of the pike leaders or whatever and like you know there was no respect there that they showed um so now i'm thinking well i think now he's gonna have to fight fire or fire uh, pretty much soon and i think it's gonna go out to an all all-out war really and will we see like some returning characters as we talked about last episode like Amelia clark's character kira um i don't know i hope so but you know yeah, it's just I feel like it's going to escalate this episode for sure it was filler but I feel like the last part of it really was like supposed to like be like a oh shit moment like that's that's like a lot of like pikes definitely like set up for like bigger events coming. And it's so soon too because I'm thinking about it I think how many episodes I th- I believe There's like six episodes, right? No, seven. I believe it's six and seven. I want to say
1: seven to eight or something like that.
0: I think it's six and seven because six and seven are going to release in the same day as well. So you guys could also check out our review. We'll just do a combo episode, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, for, for episode four to ramp up, I think we're going to see a lot more cameos soon. It it for sure feels like this is like an open space, like to have random people coming. I don't I don't doubt we'll see like Barack Obama or something show up later on. Maybe. I don't know. But but uh, yeah, it just feels like I thought at first seeing the sand people die and like uh, to pass by that moment so quickly. I thought that it it kind of destroyed like that beautiful uh, thing they had going on there. Um, That's
1: why I said it felt anticlimactic. Yeah. You had that whole episode dedicated to them and then suddenly like boom, they're just gone.
0: Exactly. So like, I mean, unless it's supposed to now get more violent, is that why it's like you're supposed to kind of like, instead of thinking about each episode as an individual uh, episode, maybe you're supposed to think about it as a whole. And it's like, oh, yeah, now it feels like things are going to get more violent, more aggressive soon. I mean, it's enough talking, right? I'm, I'm thinking right. that that's where it might go. And he's going to like have to be that bounty hunter again. And it's kind of mm-hmm. tragic in a way. A lot of Star Wars characters are tragic. And maybe his tragedy really is he can't leave this life of a bounty hunter he can't lead through Mm -hmm. respect he has to lead through basically a terminator as we talked about in last episode so give us more of your thoughts yeah he's
1: he's going through like you know his trial right now like it's like can he really step up and become because he's like you said he's he's used to being a bounty hunter his whole life and now suddenly when you know he's got to make decisions you know that usually his employers make you know is he is he up for that game now is does he have what it takes to make those hard decisions like um i mean obviously he's been like you know, getting away with, like, sparing a lot of people. But is it going to come back and bite him in the ass? Because <laughs> uh, now you have the, you know, the Pike Syndicate, and they're taking over now, as we saw at the end of the episode. And I have a feeling that they're not going to be the the main villains. I feel like Crimson Dawn is going to have a hand in this somehow. Um, but who knows? That's just speculation on my part. But uh, who knows? I mean, the Huts. I mean, they already left Tatooine, but, you know, they're still out there, too so you know they're also big rivals to his his power empire right now um i don't know it's just and i feel like like when he like when he had the rancor he kind of like saw himself too in that rancor too because it's like you know rancors are like known for being like tough but I think like when uh when Danny Trejo was like oh yeah they actually have like feelings and they're like very mm-hmm. compassionate creatures. There you go. Uh, I feel like that was like him like looking at himself almost because like the Rancor is like they said we're like bred for war. So that's almost like him in a way because like you know the clones obviously. But um, is he more than just you know a bounty hunter? Is he more than just like some crime lord? Can he be, you know, like a leader or like uh you know a motivator? You know, like he makes, like, a fucking uh, I don't know, like those inspirational videos on, on <laughs> Goalcast or, or whatever.
0: Yeah, it's like <laughs> Tomorrow's right? voice. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. It was interesting. I wonder though how, like, um, how Black Chris got into the palace though. That, that, like, either his security is trash <laughs> or like because we didn't see Fennec for a while too, so it was kind of like sus in a way. So Ooh. We were just black Chris Hansen, just that good, I guess. But I don't know that man, fight was wild though. Like I
0: feel like I was watching fucking like Arnie fight like the Predator or something. The like, Punisher. I mean, it was just kill the Punisher. Me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had Love Don and Mobile on in the background. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I like seeing... I, I, I love seeing life uh, like comic book characters just coming back or like animated characters like live action seeing what they could do. Like Ahsoka, I think, is, is was like awesome. And here we get to see Black Crescent. And I hope more people get more into the comics as well. I hope this is like a gateway drug to Star Wars, um, the shows.
1: Yeah, because the comics have a lot of like, you know, characters that are just like fan favorites. And uh, I'm, I'm glad that, you know, Dave and John are like drawing from lore. That's what made Mandalorian so special is because they didn't just uh draw from the movies and the shows or like what that time is the only show but but you know from you know like the video games and like the the books and the legends and all that so uh I yeah like I hope the comics well they kind of like have found their way now into this this universe and uh and Tatooine is such a big like hot spot in the Star Wars universe like because we saw a lot of like easter eggs too like we that that one um what was it, that one uh, Rickshaw droid from episode two. you know? Yeah yeah, like, yeah, 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 That was pulling Anakin right. and Padme. That yeah, was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and actually, we saw uh, the the repair lady from Mandalorian when they were putting up the. Um, yes, we did. The, yeah, the, like, she the, walked the, by. The, yeah, with the helmets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just it's just cool. Like this this whole universe is just like one big like I don't know. Nerd pool, I guess
0: the Star it's Wars like, cinematic universe, <laughs>
1: pretty much. That's what, it, uh, that's why I keep calling it like the Mandalorian verse because it's like, yeah, you know, they you, you draw so many elements from all the movies, and when you stew them in together, right, it just makes like an awesome experience. So, yeah, overall, it was an okay episode. Um, I thought the action scenes were a little lackluster, like the chase scene, I don't know, it just for some reason they slow. felt like they were going slow, yeah, yeah, it
0: was like, it was like what? That's it how was fast so weird. It goes. <laughs>
1: Damn, they must have had like fucking like speed limit or speed bumps on the road. I think so. Shit. I don't know. They, yeah, that was
0: like, yeah, it was so sluggish. I was like, what's going on? Because the car looked cool. Like that one that Major Domo guy
1: was like right And the speed. I don't know about the speed wreck because they kind of look like French mopeds in my it, opinion. They did. I thought
0: it was going to be like Solo or something like that, like that right. type of chase or whatever. I think I prefer Solo's chase over this one
1: yeah it was like it's kind of weird like fucking like running over like food carts and shit like you just yeah. basically like, destroyed the tattooing economy in one day You're right yeah, I know. <laughs> like, he was a major now no one's there. gonna respect you Boba <laughs> <laughs> Boba the terrorist um, yeah but it was cool it was cool I, every time like they like, <laughs> like those kids were like uh, sabotaging the crime like oh uh, buzz droids <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but um i don't know any um any predictions for what we'll see next episode i mean obviously they set up you know this big war with the pikes so do you think uh what do you think is gonna happen with them
0: Uh, Yeah, I think it's just—it's just this is really like this episode is supposed to like change the mood on things, and I think it's going to ramp up. It's true what the twins were saying, like this is just a rock; it's not really worth it. I was thinking about that. Yeah, it's just a rock; it's not worth it. But I feel like when you visit Tatooine, it really shapes you as a person, and you could come out good or you could come out bad. And I think it's really for Boba; it's all about the principle. And I think we might see more of that uh, because it's really like a shitty planet. There's no reason to really stay there. It's just—it's there's no reason. But I think it's just really about the principle and characterization um yeah i think it's gonna ramp up i think we might see like things with the pikes escalate i think we'll see some sabotaging happening around tatooine or mosaspa or something like that i think uh we might explore more of tatooine maybe on some unknown regions hopefully um and hopefully we get some callbacks maybe to the mandalorian i don't know because i got a feeling we might like one of these episodes we might um and yeah, yeah they kind of have to um they should they kind of have to set up like what mandalorian is going
1: to be right the next season so mm-hmm. i have a feeling at the end we're gonna i don't know maybe they'll show din Djarin, like i said or maybe some mandalorians it's possible
0: like a new um, vehicle or something i don't know like yeah or like something yeah and we still haven't even seen slave one well,
1: in, in the camino scenes we've seen it but um yeah slave one we yeah. still haven't seen yet so like you said we only have a couple couple episodes left so they're really gonna have to like bump up um you know the, the, the action or the conflict or resolve it um yeah but i, I really kind of want to see him like ride the rancor now.
0: <laughs> oh, that's going to be an a, end battle watch. That's going to be like he's going to come out last minute with it. Yeah, you'll see. It's yep. So funny cuz like his rancor is
1: kind of like Tony Montana's tiger or some shit. I feel like every like Basically, good yeah. crime boss needs like a like a pet. Like you know how like the Bond villains always have like a shark tank or some shit. So you're not you're not like a true true boss if you don't have like a like a man devouring pet. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um I don't know. We'll just have to see what next episode brings. Also, I just want to mention Phil Lamar uh, played the Pike boss, uh, famous voice actor Phil Lamar. He play, he voiced the uh, Samurai Jack.
0: Oh, I didn't even. He's, oh,
1: yeah, he's done like a couple voices, but yeah, I didn't even realize that until I, I watched the end credits. I was like, oh shit, Phil Lamar like was in the in the Star Wars universe. Um, he's everywhere. Yeah, can't wait for for next episode. Um, uh, and also, just you want to talk about uh,
0: our Peacemaker. Oh, guys, yeah, I can't wait for that. Um, Between Friday or Saturday, it might be released. Um, Yeah, it's coming out tomorrow in the time of this recording. So be sure to check that out on HBO Max. We can't wait to give you guys a whole series review of Peacemaker as we've done for What If, Hawkeye, and now the Book of Boba Fett. Um, It's going to be great. Uh, We're going to have a lot of fun discussing and exploring things. And we hope you guys stick with us.
1: Can't wait for Peacemaker. It's going to look awesome. Um, But yeah, guys, thank you for watching our review. Uh, Stick with us uh, as we're following Boba Fett. Uh, We only have a couple episodes left. Um, But make sure you like, follow, subscribe to us on YouTube, Anchor, and Spotify. Uh, Like Akram said, we got Peacemaker coming out and we got a lot of great content coming this month. And uh, only a couple more episodes left for season two of our podcast. So season three is on his way. Can't wait. Uh, but until then, guys, thanks for having lunch with us.
0: See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> okay, go away. <laughs>